We're at six minutes and we haven't, we haven't done a single thing. Hey, hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome to, hey, we, we should watch, watch that. that. This is a podcast where uh, we, two roommates, I'm Charlie. I'm Gretchen. Uh, watch movies and TV shows and we discuss them with each other purely because we think we're funny. It's, so Because yes. we are. Because we are, yeah. We obviously bring a very fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever made these jokes before. Nobody's ever talked about these shows before. Never, so. never. We yeah. are discovering these shows. Yeah, we you. Yeah, we truly are. We don't watch any, you know, mainstream, nothing popular. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all very thought-provoking, noir. We're lying to our, all of our two viewers. All Listeners, not even viewers. <laughs> so sorry to John and... Uh, <coughs> John and Death. Death. So sorry. <laughs> we won't. We won't lie to you anymore. I uh, promise. <clears throat> so, uh, yes. Welcome. Yeah, welcome. How's, how's Today, it going? It's good. It's, it's going good. good. Yeah. I guess. How's How's your week? <laughs> are, we, are we doing a week? How's your week segment? I don't know. I just I don't know, thought we would like talk to each other a little first. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Even yeah. though we've been doing that for ten minutes. True. We're um, waiting on our. Yeah, we're waiting on Taco Bell, so it's kind of like, do we want to get started? Yeah. Or do we want to just wait till we get our food? We might as well wait. I suppose we could. Rent a little bit. Yeah. That week was good. Kind of. Kind of. How was your week? It was good. Kind of. Kind of. Charlie and I had a really good powwow on Monday. Monday. She got home from work. I had plans with a friend, so we weren't going to be able to hang out. We literally stood in the kitchen. For about ten minutes and just dumped, yeah. just dumped on each other, and then we're like, "Okay, goodbye." Yeah, I just went downstairs because I just didn't want to, yeah, socialize because I I had a really shitty day at work on Monday, but it's all better now. It's all good. Everything's fine. It's Everything's a, all it's good. Took a two days. Happy Ides of March, also. Sorry, what? Ides of March. I don't know what that is. Beware the Ides of March. Don't know what that is. Uh, it's when Caesar was stabbed to death by the senators. Are they, was that the Ides of March? It was the Ides of March. Should we need to stay away from senators right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Heard. Yep. Thank God. I don't know <laughs> okay, so for this episode, we're covering um, episode two of mm-hmm. The Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. I don't know if these episodes have titles. I think no. they do. That's maybe something we should say at the start. <laughs> we're learning. <laughs> we are. Slowly but surely. You learn something new every day, you know? Remember that scene in uh, <laughs> the scene in, in Shrek where they're like on their way to the land of far, far yep. away and he just goes, I'm oh, yeah. I mess it up. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh, are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's another one that we should watch. Specifically Shrek 2. Absolutely, I haven't seen that in so long. Shrek Two is easily the best Shrek of the entire franchise. I would agree, which is crazy. Uh, when all the princesses you know band together. Okay, yes, that's a great moment. You know who's uh singing the like ah? You yeah. know who sings that? Uh-huh. Megan Hilty. So she played Glint. She was the first replacement Glinda mm-hmm. in Wicked on Broadway, and she also was in the short-lived but much-loved TV show about Broadway, uh, Smash. <gasps> I forgot about that. Yeah, she was the oh. blonde. Oh. And she sings the ah. Like, I, or, Amazing. I don't know if it's that or if it's because you know how like the princess like runs up and she's doing like a ah. 
Like yeah, you yeah, that? Yeah. That's her. Yeah. And I think she goes into the. Ah. Yeah. Oh my god. I we know. We should watch Smash too. I totally forgot we about that. We should watch Smash. Wow. I've been meaning to watch it ever since I like got into Broadway stuff and I just never got around to it. But I definitely started watching that when it was on TV and then like I think my mom and I watched it and then we kind of fell out of it. Yeah, well I think there's only there's not that many seasons. No, it didn't. I think a lot of long. people kind of fell out of it. But yeah. a lot of people say it was great. It I mean it what I remember of it, I loved it. So I only know the part where they're like uh they're singing like a duet, like they're at the audition and they're singing mm-hmm. the same song and it like cuts between them. It's like, do what you can for the love of mm-hmm. That's the only song I know, but it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, we should watch that. Hey, we should watch that. Um, okay, so we watched episode two called Adrift, Adrift. which aired September 1st, 2022. Wonderful. We did not watch it September 1st, 2022. We did not. We watched it in March of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Anywho, um, just a reminder, spoilers, throughout Mm -hmm. the entire episode, we don't care if you haven't seen this. It's been over a year. Be better. Yeah. Has it been over a year? Is it 2023 or 2022 that came out? Uh, No, September 2022, so it hasn't been a year yet. No. It's been long enough, though. Yeah. Just Just don't watch this episode when we're talking about Rings of Power if you haven't seen it. Yeah, just don't. Just don't listen to us. Yeah. It's so easy to just not listen to us. <laughs> just, you just hit. <laughs> yeah. There were just, I. Those two parallel lines. Two parallel lines. I, <laughs> there are so many times I'm like driving, listening to a podcast, not actually listening. And I zone back in and I'm like, I don't know what they just said. Yeah. And I don't care to find out. No. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Anyway. Anyway. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So episode two, Adrift. So we open, and I'm guessing this is why the episode was called Adrift. We open because Gladriel is adrift in the in ocean. the ocean. <laughs> Truly. She so, is just jumped from the boat going to Valinor. Yes, that's where we ended episode one. And we open right back up on her, and she is in the ocean. And my note that I have here is Gladriel finally starts swimming because... She has a ways waiting. to go. Yes. She is nowhere near any kind of land that we can see and it's very funny because she does just kind of like float in place for a hot second and then she just kind of like turns around and just starts swimming all right here we go yep she's like all right i guess i better get going she like kind of stares after the boat she's like all right gotta go figure out what i'm gonna do now yeah i guess maybe Um, a little bit of an oh shit moment why did i do that that was so stupid probably because like all of her friends are gone now except for elrond i suppose but he's back on lyndon b johnson Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so we're not gonna so she's just by herself in the water basically yeah. is that all that that opening scene is that's the only note that i had was that she just starts swimming I, into the distance i think so because then then we cut to nori right yes and the then we cut to nori yeah okay. so hari nor <laughs> hari hari norfoot Nor- a- uh she uh has found the giant that was in the crater from last episode mm-hmm. and she gets scared by him waking up and she makes a wonderful scared face right <laughs> to the camera it is very like animated and very over the top just like ah like because he like screams at her i'm pretty sure and it, yeah and it's like this like eruptive like elemental scream i guess yeah which is all the wind and all the stuff going around it but it's like 
like yeah like it's a scary it's it scary. is especially because be she's so little horrifying and she's probably never been that close to i mean he looks like a giant he could just be a human but like he does he looks really tall yeah and he's now like half naked screaming in your face and he's also surrounded by fire still at this cold point fire cold fire she yeah. like touch can touch it and it's totally fine it's yeah. all it's all bad it's all scary her face is absolutely <laughs> it's so good um and immediately after he screams at her, he passes out again, mm-hmm. and the fire dies down, and uh, everything calms back down again, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she and her friend Poppy, who is also kind of in the background watching all this happen, uh, decide that they need to take him in because he is a stranger, and yeah, he, take him with a pet. yeah, and he's them. he's a stranger. He's naked. He needs help. Clearly, mm-hmm. so. Nori is really the one to decide, like, hey, we need to take care of this guy. And Poppy's like, the fuck we do? Like, let's get out of here. Oh, We don't need to do this. And Poppy's <laughs> always just that voice of reason. And Nori's like, no. And Poppy's like, fine. Fucking yeah, fine. Literally, Poppy's like, we shouldn't do this. And Nori's like, I'm going to do it anyways. <coughs> and she's like, all right, I guess we're doing this. And so the next shot is those two. They have somehow managed to get this giant into this tiny little wheelbarrow. Yes. And they're and just, just rolling down, rolling the, hill. down the hill. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, no idea where they're going. Or I don't know where they're going. But um, they have this giant and they're taking him to a little hidey hole that they have mm-hmm. somewhere. A little setup that the Harfoots have. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know what this note means. I have written down, Nori feels responsible for him because she's good at it, Poppy. <laughs> I think this is when she was trying to convince Poppy to take him in. Yeah, and maybe she's like, well, how do you know? Poppy might have been like, how do you know you could take care of him? And she's like, because I'm good at it. No, I think, I feel like it was like Poppy was saying, no, you're not responsible for him or something. And she's like, yeah. Or like, do you think you're responsible for him or something like that? And Nora's kind of like, I don't know, yeah. And I think I wrote the, because she's good at it. Because she is good at taking care of people, as yeah. we've seen. She took care of those kids when the wolf was around, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I was pretty tired when we were watching that episode. No idea. No idea. But anyways, Maybe. all you need to know is that Nori and Poppy have now adopted the giant. They have the giant now. They, they are in possession of the oh, giant. The giant. Um, yes. So next we're going to cut to Bronwyn and Arendir, who mm-hmm. are the elf and the human healer um, from the town. They are sur- searching the other burnt town that they came across, the one that yes. was experiencing poisoning. Yes. And all gross, gross. Gross cow. Sludgy cow. <laughs> gross, gross, sludgy, sludgy cow. cow. Exactly. Um, they're searching the ruins of the house, or the village, as to say. They come to a house, and they see this giant hole in the floor and they look down and it is a passage it yeah. goes somewhere how terrifying like they were there in broad daylight i mean worse at night right terrible still during the daylight but yeah. to just be like hmm, hmm. something did that there yeah. might be something down there something something happened and, and they, freaking what's his nuts just like here. okay and yeah just, just took off jumps in yeah i don't know i don't know why i wrote this but i have something like Aaron deer uh Aaron deer can't go so he has to question mark because there's something they were talking something like i can't go down there and he's like i have to and it's like um do you though do you you that's that re or tuning your ear again to the fantasy speak of like yeah i cannot but i must yeah i don't know what that was but it he goes down in the passage anyways he he does and um bronwyn goes back to 
her town to kind of warn people that mm-hmm. this is what had happened. Um, then we're going to cut to... This is not how it's pronounced, but it's how it's spelled. Okay. E-region? Oh, a yeah! Re- a region? A region? A region? I like E-region. Did they? <laughs> oh, hey. Pass Gretchen, good job. I phonetically spelled it out for us. Oh. A region. A region. Kind a of region. like oregano, but a region. But not oregano. Not at all. Not even it's close. distant second cousin. Okay, that makes sense. That checks out. Aregion. Aregion. Okay. Aregion is the realm of the elven smiths. Mm-hmm. And we uh, see Elrond is there. Mm-hmm. And he's talking to an older man. Calibrimbor. Calibrimbor. Yes. That's who he's talking to. Calibrimbor? Lord Calibrimbor. Mm, I don't like that. Can we come up with a different name for him? Cal? Caleb? Caleb. I like Caleb. Okay. He's with Caleb. He's with Caleb. And he, uh, they are discussing something or other. And I believe Caleb is the one who has these plans to build a giant tower smith deal. Where they're going to forge very, very powerful weapons for the elves. Yes. And I don't know about you, but I deal with a lot of contractors and a lot of building (laughs) And his timeline was not great. It was like, it was like, when do you need this done? And he was like, by the end of spring. And it's like, sir, it looks like it's spring right now. What are we, what? You're going to build the biggest, tallest, most perfect, hottest, like, fire kiln thing in, like, a month? No, you're not going to do that. But then I don't remember if we... I don't know if we looked this up or talked about, like, if the timeline is weird yeah. in Lord of the Rings, like it is in, like, Game of Thrones. Maybe. Well, and also, I don't know that it's actually spring. It might be fall. I don't know. That's still not a lot of time. You need years. Basically, Charlie's mad. I basically don't like Plan that. Plan horribly. Literally. I... That's, it's just not gonna happen. Anyways. He, he... That's what he wants. Anyways, that's what Caleb wants. And Elrond is... For some reason, going along with it, he's like, yeah, we can make that happen. I, I know some people. Yeah, we can like, do that. Hey, we should, uh, why don't you just ask for help from the people that are, like, really, really good at this? Yeah. He, and then uh, Caleb's like, who's that? He's like, <laughs> the dwarf's stupid. Stupid. Good thing my buddy is one of them. Let's go. Let's go. So they go on a little field trip. Yeah. Elrond does. So the field trip. No. The guy is there with him for a hot second. And then he leaves. Oh, is he? He leaves the gates. Awkward. Yeah. Um, uh, where are we? Okay, so Elrond and Caleb are going to find the dwarves, and they, they find them. They oh, do. Elrond gets to the door. Yes, and he's all like, talking, he's all like, ah, this is my best buddy. Yeah, he's We're like, gonna I, you're gonna love him. He's like, I love these guys. I can definitely get us in. Like, uh, I, I know a guy. get us in. Don't yeah, worry. I can get us in. Don't worry And about anything, it. I'll just show my tits. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just reminded how different our college experiences were. That <laughs> 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 just hits me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. And when, when you say that, then it hits me. <laughs> You're like, I thought that was a universal experience, but okay. And then now I'm like, 
No, Charlie would never show her tits to get into some place. No, especially since I'm assuming that was a frat house, probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, Where are we? I also don't know what this is about, but um, it definitely encapsulates my feelings towards the elves because it says, why are elves so pretentious? It's just a little hammer. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what the little hammer was. I don't know why the elves are so pretentious. It's just a little hammer. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. I also, the next one is a quote. Um... This must be when the guard came and he was trying to get in. He's trying to talk his way in the door or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all I have is words, words, words. We need to see Durin. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guard was just like, nah, you're, no. you're not going to see him today. No. Not at all. Get, get Ben. Get Bell Ben. Around. Dude, That's yeah. basically He's what he busy. said. Um, but he invokes the right of. Singham Ta Radu. Radu? Ragu? Singham Tarad. Singham Tarad, okay. Singham Tarad. I like that one. That's a, see, that's a good one. I'm pretty sure. That is a good one. Better Singham than Calibridmore. Way that's better. His, that's his name. The double B? No, thank you. Cal- you want to see how it's spelled? You're going to hate it. Not, yeah. I probably will. Uh, <laughs> and that's Cal... Calibridmore. That's how it's pronounced. Not Sella. Stupid. 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 It looks like, yeah, Celebrimbor is what it looks like. Calibrimbor? No, Cali- it's just... Mm. Calibrimbor. Too many hard syllables. I'm interested now to ha- hear his name again, and I might adjust my phonetic spelling, but I'm pretty sure that's right. In true Lord of the Rings fashion, we will probably never hear his name ever again. <laughs> I swear to God, these people don't, like, address people by their names, I feel like. True. I feel like they're just like, hey, you. It's like, yeah, the first thing, and then they're just always making super intense eye contact. Yeah, so they like, know. you know who I'm talking to. I'm fucking talking to you. Which honestly is fair. If I was in one of these movies, I'd be like, do not make me say these fucking names more than once. <laughs> I will not. I will not sign this multi-million dollar I contract. Mean, how do you remember all of that? You don't. I don't. So you just stare intently. Yeah, I suppose. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, so they, he invoke El- Elrond invokes the right of Singham Tarad, and I think that's how you say it again, um, and then the doors are all like, Ugh. oh my god, and they open the door and let him in, and then- but just him, and Caleb just him. has to go back to yes. Aregion. Aregion. Yes. Um, so he goes down into the dwarves, like, mm-hmm. mine, I think that's what they would call it, underground- castle hideout thing and he meets the prince of the dwarves durin mm-hmm. and such a good name such a good name see like, that's, that's how also, you do it if i knew someone that was like naming their kid durin i wouldn't i think it, are you you're, you're you're doing a weird smile you think it was weird wouldn't you it just reminds me too much of duran duran <laughs> <laughs> Totally fair. Totally fair. Durin Durin. Durin Durin. Yeah, it's like someone someone who's never heard of Duran Duran just saw his name written down and they were like, "Mm, maybe it's this. Yeah. Durin Durin. We're going to start calling it Durin Durin. Durin Durin. Durin Durin. Um, (laughs) So Elrond meets Durin Durin and 
we realize that the rite of what's it called? Singham Tarad. Singham Tarad is basically what I have written down is um Chad and Brad trials. Yes. Which is basically they have they get these really big hammers. It's Elrond versus Durindarin, and they have to break as many rocks as they can, basically. And whoever fails, drops their axe or whatever, um, loses, mm-hmm. basically. I don't know if what this is supposed to prove or what it's supposed to, what the end is supposed to be. It's, just, it's a Chad and Brad competition. Like, and I also, I wasn't sure about that either, where if normally, if someone were to lose, if they would actually get, like, hurt or disgraced or banished in any kind of way. Right. But I feel like also something you see in Lord of the Rings, the dwarves are, like, they, like, they, um, how do I say? They're really close, and they're very, like, brotherly and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I feel like maybe it gets to that point where you're, like, I won. Ha, ha, ha. But, like, what do you want? Right. If it's just, like, um, bragging rights, yeah. essentially. Yeah. We don't really find out, um... I think it cuts away right when they're in the middle of it. I think it does. Or like right when it starts. Because the next thing that I have is we're back with um, Nori and the giant. And the giant keeps waking up and like screaming at her. (gasps) Wait, can I pause you? Yes. Because I'm also following a plot line thingy. Oh, that's good. Which, even though we're supposed to just be the best (laughs) we can remember, but just to interrupt and and actually talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, So the. To, the, if you lose this right of whatever, it means they're banished from all dwarven lands. Oh. And so Durant escorts him out and it tells him he's not welcome. So I just wanted oh. you to say that and then... Uh, okay. Well, I don't think we've gotten to where he loses yet. Okay, but... never mind. No, that's good. The, I mean, I mean, we, we kind I of saw that was going. Ahead. I have to slow my face. No, that's good. Um, So... Yeah, we're back with Nori and the giant. The scary mm-hmm. giant keeps yelling at her. Um, who I don't know. This must be when they're trying to get ready for the festival or something. They're getting ready for something because the dude is putting the tent up. The Harfoot. Yes. So Nori is supposed to be helping them set up for this festival or something yes. and set up some tents. And she's with the giant instead. She is not where she needs to be, basically. Yes. And I don't know what this is about, but <laughs> it, my own note here says, um, slurping dirty fingers and eating snails. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I was... Okay, you're saying that happened when she was with the giant or with the other Harfoot? I feel like that was the other Harfoot, right? If I remember Because there was right? one point she was talking to her mom and they were like, breaking the snail shells and stuff and, okay. like, putting him in a bowl. Maybe that's But then what I think she also, like, brought him snails to eat at one point. Like, she brought him food. Maybe. So I don't she know was probably, like, slurping pulling in. Fingers. Like, look, that's how you eat it, and slurping it. And then he, like, took his dirty-ass hands oh, and yeah. probably stuck it in the snails. And probably. we were probably, like, gross. Probably. So, they... I don't... I don't really remember what she was talking about with the giant or anything. Like, what was happening with them. But... So they were there. The Harfoots, if I remember correctly, were getting ready to start their migration. Mm -hmm. So they're doing the festival to, like, all the stuff they gathered in this area and, like, begin to prepare to leave and, like, I don't know, just, like, throw a celebration before they go on this journey for however long to migrate to their new spot. And so she may have been trying to figure what his deal is 
she realizes he doesn't like speak English. He speaks kind of something else, just like mumbling weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think she's probably trying to explain like, I am leaving. If mm-hmm. you can't go with me, will you be okay? Right. And um, we kind of get the vibe that he's magical. Um, mm-hmm. because does he do something at one point or something? Because yeah. the next thing we see is we're back with the other Harfoots and they're setting up this tent. And I believe it's Nori's dad, or otherwise it's just another male Harfoot. They're putting up this tent. Nori's supposed to be helping. She's not there. She's with the giant. Mm-hmm. And this man's foot breaks mm-hmm. in the most disgusting way. Mm-hmm. That's her dad. <laughs> It is her dad? It is okay. Her dad, yeah. It's just, it's so bad. And she gets blamed for it she because is... she wasn't there to help. And it's like, ah. Uh... Feet, feet breaking. Like, yeah. oh, I hate it so it's, much. It's the bone crunch. It's the it's visual because so it's just fully on camera, too. It's not like hidden away or anything. Yeah. Very yeah. gross, very creepy. Um. Yeah, so he the magic thing that you asked about earlier, um, he took him and Poppy met with him like at night or like maybe it was later that night they were there. Nandy's lanterns mm-hmm. and he took Nori's and he broke it open and then made all the fireflies like look like magical fairy like right. something or did something there and both then then both Nori and Poppy witnessed it and were like whoa this isn't some random dude this and then didn't like... the firefly die yeah and then they yeah. all like fell and died right it was really creepy creepy scary mm-hmm. and I think I think the captions were just calling him the stranger yes. or something so I remember saying, oh, that's so fitting because in Game of Thrones, the stranger is like the god of death in the Faith of the Seven. Mm-hmm. So like, checks out. Mm-hmm. Stranger danger, folks. Stranger danger. Stranger Always. danger. Um, oh, yeah. I, I guess I could just kept reading. So the giant keeps repeating. What he keeps repeating is mana ure. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that means. I actually wrote, um, <laughs> giant keeps repeating mana ure and it's freaky and Nori's dad breaks his foot. So there we go. That's just going out. So there we go. No. Oh, that was that was just me. That was just off the top, crazy. (laughs) That was just improv. Look at you. Look at me go. You don't even need the script anymore. No, I don't. This. Yeah, we were definitely reading off a script. That's totally what's going on before this. Writing a script for exactly what we've been saying. No, like you read it, you look at it, be like, you're going to a mental hospital. (laughs) Like my god, my god, get some help. Get some help, please. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so now we're going to cut back to Gladriel. She has been swimming this whole time, by the way. Yes. We are 46 minutes into this. She has been swimming the whole time. Oh, my God. That is such a um, long time. It's How so... far do you even think she made it? <sighs> Who's to say? She, she must be a pretty strong swimmer. At least two. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> um. So Gladriel, she finally finds a raft. A raft. A raft. <laughs> she finds a raft. She finds a raffle One ticket. One single raffle. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's got some rough looking people on it. Some scary They've looking. They've been through some shit. They have seen, seen it. Oh. Been through it. Um, and they are very skeptical of her. She's, I don't know if she's skeptical of them or if she's just kind of like, get me on this fucking boat right now. I feel like definitely the latter, but like, we, I, we, I think we talked about this while we were watching where. She's always been with this, like, high elven royalty and yeah. hasn't really interacted with, like, any type of common folk, as far as I know. So she, when they react to her negatively, when they see her ears and, like, you disgusting elf, she's kind of like, what the hell? Like, we're <laughs> all stuck in the middle of the ocean. Why are you worried about that right now? Right. Like, we have way bigger problems. Right. 
Um, so yeah, rough looking people. They get attacked by what is called the worm. <gasps> oh yes, and it is Ew. a creepy we'll looking a like it's a creepy looking sea creature. Disgusting. And that's kind of all we really see from her at this point is she's on this raft, scary looking people, and then they get attacked by a worm. But like a big worm, like a big scary it's worm. It's a really big scary ocean worm. An Alaskan ocean bull worm. What's it called? Is it the hairy Alaskan bullworm or something? I don't know. It is just the Alaskan bullworm. There you go. Hmm? From Spongebob? I know. What? <laughs> the Alaskan bullworm. That's not a real thing? I thought you were looking up a real worm. No, that is from Spongebob. It's oh. um, Bikini oh, I guess we should say I did not watch Spongebob <laughs> growing up. And I watched way too much Spongebob growing so up. So there's... A lot of references sometimes that happen that she's like, why don't you understand this? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. The Alaska bullworm is like threatening Bikini Bottom. And Patrick, I see a picture of it. it literally just looks like an inchworm. But yes, um, it's attacking Bikini Bottom and they're all trying to come up with ideas of what to do. And um, Patrick is like, I've got it. What if we... Uh, what was this? Like, what if we put or pick up the town and move it somewhere else or something like that? And they're all like, that's a stupid idea, blah, blah, And then eventually they can't come up with another idea. So at the end, it's all of them just going, it's it's just like a wide shot of the city of Bikini Bottom. And you just hear Patrick going like, push! And then it goes, ah! And it moves like an inch. And he goes, push and it moves another inch <laughs> and they just like went with his idea it's so funny that's what it looks like though oh i've seen that yeah sandy ends up tying its tongue for some reason i don't remember i don't remember the full the full story i just remember that very end scene like push very funny but yeah that's what that's what gladriel was up against that exactly it's kind of cute <laughs> The bullworm or the sea creature? The bullworm. Mm-hmm. I really can't find a good picture of the sea creature. I don't really think we ever saw it. Like, though, this so. is, like, the best picture. Yeah. Which is not very good. It's just a fin, basically. Well, either way, she gets attacked by the worm. They all do. And it busts up their raft. Bad. And she's back in the water. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> sucks so hard. Can you imagine? Like, I would... I just give up, probably. <laughs> for real, like, can I just float for a little bit? Like, yeah. Gladio's not like that. No, she's a fighter. She's a fighter, truly. Which is good. That's why she's the main character. <laughs> um, uh, get attacked by the worm. Okay, now we're back to Elrond. He's still chopping blocks. Now he loses. Yes, okay. Apologies. <laughs> he loses the, uh... The right of Singham Tarad. Singham Tarad. I will never remember it. I think that's right. It sounds right. Um, it sounds familiar, I should say. Um, still dropping box. He loses. And the dwarves all celebrate, whatever. And now it's like he, uh, Durin, escorts him outside, banishes him. Mm-hmm. Um, but somehow he comes back in. I think they just start talking about things. And you realize that they have known each other for a while. Yeah, like and Durin is pissed at him because he's like 
you missed my wedding. Yep. You missed both my kids being born. And they were like, they were like so close at yep. one point. So totally fair. And Ellen right. was like, bro, what are you talking about? That was like not that long ago. Like it's not that big of a deal. And right. And Duran is like, it's been 20 years since I last saw you, dude. Like we're not friends anymore. Yeah. And, and Elrond's like, I just saw you in terms of elf life. Right. And, um, yeah, so Durin is really pissed, but they still, he still ends up staying for dinner, Elrond does. Mm. And we meet Durin's wife. His beautiful wife. Who is a lovely lady. She's so cool. Whose name I don't know. But she's awesome. We love her. She is very, like, okay, get over yourselves, fellas. Mm. Like, bash their heads together. Like, let's, let's get along now. Um, Disa. His wife is Disa. Disa, yes, that's right. Should have known that. Um, and we also see she points out that um, Durin planted the tree sapling from yeah. the tree in his hometown. Uh, and it is a beautiful little sapling it's now, so a beautiful cute. little tree. And they all made fun of him, thinking he couldn't make it grow in the dark. Yeah, because it was but underground. He in the night. But he did. He, he did, did it. He did it. Hooray. Good job, Durin, Durin, Durin. <laughs> Good job, Durin, Durin. Um, so, yeah, so cute. So they kind of get a bonding moment of. <laughs> setting aside their uh, <laughs> setting aside their uh, differences, I guess, and kind of becoming friends again. And they brought it out. They it did. It was adorable. It was really cute. Uh, back to Gladriel on the ship with the dude. So, uh, <laughs> so like I said, the worm busted up their raft, and mm-hmm. now they're all on different pieces or whatever. I'm guessing the other people died. Yeah. But Gladriel... And this, like, random-ass dude are the only ones yeah. that survived. Gladriel's with this random-ass dude on, like, <coughs> an even smaller fraction of this raft, which doesn't seem possible, but it is. It's slightly bigger than Titanic size. I was gonna say, it's they both the door, fit. the door, not the ship. The, the door, the door, <laughs> yes, the, the raft door at the end, right. I was like, what are you <laughs> It's only slightly bigger than the Titanic, so it is teeny. It's tiny. Can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> anyway, she's she's on the ship with this dude, and he, uh, they get to chit chatting as you do when you're stranded with someone, and he mentions orcs, mm-hmm. and she remembers the symbol. So we're kind of given the clue that those two things are connected, interconnected somehow, yeah. somehow, some way. <laughs> Um, she's also, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the royalty thing. This next note that I've jotted down. Because <laughs> uh, it just says, um, she just tells him what to do? Bitch, no. <laughs> <laughs> she was very bossy towards him, trying to tell him what to do. And yeah. he kind of had that look on his face, like, who the fuck do you think but, you are? Yeah, we are both stuck here in the middle of the water. Yeah, literally. You can, are not the boss of me. No. Like, He's also probably a little bit like, I am a man and you are a woman. Thousand percent, he is. What do you think you're saying to me right now? Is she a woman or is she an elf? She's both. Okay. I just, I just, I get so confused about the like hierarchy of women and elves. Well, like she's an elf, right? And elves usually are kind of better than humans, right? They're kind of seen as like more advanced, kind of above. But she's a woman elf, so like, does he see her as a woman or as an elf? I think he probably, well, also if any part of him kind of despises elves, it's just, like, all bad. Right, I suppose, yeah. You know. So, yeah, he just, he, they don't really get along They're that not well. getting along. They're not getting along very well. Um, 
We kind of like flirting right away because you're trying to make those two have a romantic connection. They're they're trying to seeming to have a pretty appropriate normal connection instead of it being forced romance. We'll we'll see how episode three comes. I'm assuming that they're gonna. I honestly do not remember. Well, I'll be fun. We can figure it out together. (laughs) Sorry, I already (laughs) pressed record. (laughs) Sorry, we had to pause because Ghost was yelling. The crunch had to blow her nose. <laughs> and I just, I was already in the motion of pressing record. My bad. I didn't, like, I don't even, uh, I feel like I can't breathe. Oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll keep an eye on that, I guess. Have your Tremex. Do I see your Tremex? Yeah. I was like, Tremex? I don't have fucking Tremex. Sanitizer? Our microphones are set up in such a way that whenever we have to hand something to each other, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's like such a, an operation. It is. It's literally like a game operation, it but it's the, hey, we should watch that edition. Ooh. Ooh. Merch idea. Merch idea. <laughs> For all two of our listeners, John and Deb, come you through. You get your own personalized ones. If we do end up posting these, and they do end up listening oh to gosh. them, we have it, to get them sweatshirts. Absolutely. Like, we won't make them buy them, but, like, we'll make them sweatshirts <laughs> just to say it. So <laughs> but, now they're going to be listening to this, and then every week they're going to be like, hey, where are our sweatshirts? Yeah, where's our sweatshirts? Bitch. <laughs> Can you imagine them saying that to you? No. <laughs> I kind of want them to now. John, Deb, are you listening? Hello. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> okay. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Oh, goodness. Stupid. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, where were we? We are with Bronwyn. She tries to tell people about the Rune Village. They don't believe her. It's frustrating because she is their healer. And they've known her forever. Like, come on. Yeah. Trust, (sighs) believe your healers, people. Um, AKA believe doctors, I guess. Uh, So her son, Theo, we cut to him. He gets mad for some reason. And he decides to beat the floor. I'm guessing it's because he thought he heard the mouse again. Yeah, so he had been... I just screamed that. No, you didn't. You're, it doesn't even pop up that. Um, so Theo thought or had been complaining about not being able to sleep because there were like mice in the walls mm-hmm. and they were like scratching really bad. And then um, he goes home, he hears that it's way worse. So he like hacks the shit out of the floor. Right. And what he finds is a hole and he looks in the hole and, then and an this orc. very dark hole that an orc looks up. At him, like, I through the he hole. Had, yeah, like, he hadn't it. fully made a big enough hole for the orc. It was, like, you could see his eye. It was gross. Right. It, it was, was so gross. scary. Ugh. Um, We cut back to um Arendir, who was exploring the hole um, mm-hmm. back in that other town. Mm-hmm. And it is so gross because there are rats running, like, all over oh him. Oh, my God. They're running away. They're, yeah. like, terrified wave of rats running away. Then you look. Oh, sorry. Like it, it's that so would be scary. so hor- so horrible. And he realizes that there's something in the passage with him, and so he starts running away. And pers- these holes are very uh, interesting because all of a sudden he is like underwater, right? There's like water in yeah. there, and he like falls into it or something. 
And then yeah, he, like, and he, like, keeps out. swimming. Yeah, he swims and out. then we started talking about how horrible splunking is. Yeah, and oh, my God. And of us would ever want to go splunking. Yeah, because so we were terrifying. both, like, that is, like, the absolute worst thing ever is, like, a hole, a small hole uh, filling small with water. mystery hole <laughs> filled with water, too? Diving into a mystery hole filled with water? No. No. Don't no, do you. that, you guys. Just don't, John. Dead, oh. Don't go splunking. <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway, he he gets out of the water at least and he's got his like back to what we think is a wall or something and all of a sudden out of the darkness he is getting snatched by just arms by arms Ugh. hands disgusting arms hands not human ones like gross arms just horrible Reach out of arms. this dark mm. and yeah. it is horrible and like i'm sitting here thinking this dude is dead this guy, like, there's, yeah. there's no way you come out of that. Like, you are just being, like, like hugged. They're like, hey, hi, new character. You yep. seem important. Shh, bye. Goodbye. Deuces. Because, um, yeah, we don't really see what happens to him after that right there. Because um, we cut back to Bronwyn. She goes back to her home, and it has been ransacked, it looks mm-hmm. like. And she finds Theo hiding in, like, a cupboard, which is so scary. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And he tells her to run. She doesn't. Because, like... I'm not going to leave my child she's here. Badass. She's such a good mom. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I don't know where, but all of a sudden there's a fork, like, behind her, right? I think it also comes out of the tunnel. Yeah, I mean, it, it does, but I, like, I don't think we see it. I don't I don't know where it is in the room at this yeah, point. Yeah, true, true, true. Anyways, an orc shows up. And one of the greatest battle sequences, it's such a good fight it's scene. It's so good. It's so good. Because... You think they're losing. They are losing. Yeah. Basically the whole time. This thing will not fucking die. Yeah. So at one point, so she hides, was right? Was there two of them at one point? I don't think two so. Orcs? I think it was just the one was orc. Was it just the one? Yeah. I don't think they could have taken two orcs. Um, anyway. Anyway, so they're both hiding at one point. Yeah. And the orc finds Theo first, yes. I believe. And she jumps out and is like, oh, I gotta get in this now. Like, he's attacking my kid. And um, they keep battling, keep battling. They are, like, throwing everything they have at this orc. And he is not going down at mm-hmm. all. At one point, Theo literally wraps a rope around the orc's head mm-hmm. or neck and, like, jumps from a landing and, like, hangs the orc for a hot second. And it still doesn't die. Like, it just... They're built different. They are. It was so crazy. I was like, oh, my God. How are they gonna... How are they gonna do this? How are they gonna win this? And you get your answer in that uh, Bronwyn just straight up beheads him. Yeah. And it's a great cutaway scene because you see her coming from behind with the knife. Mm -hmm. Like, right as she slices through... It cuts to her slamming the head down on the table in front of everyone oh. who didn't believe her. Oh it's my so god. Good. It's so, so good. If you don't get fired up when you watch that scene, something's wrong with and you. And then she's like, what's up? Here you go. We're yep. leaving tomorrow. My job. Yeah, literally. It's so good. It's such a good scene. Um, we cut away from that, unfortunately, to go back to Gladriel. Mm-hmm. Um, they're now in a storm. And she somehow falls overboard from their little, um, slightly bigger than a door raft. Yes. Um, she's saved by the dude. I still don't know what his name is at this point. We've been told, but I don't remember. Halbrand. Yeah, sure. Um, 
she, no, he uses her dagger to cut the rope that she's tied to. Because mm-hmm. she gets, like, tied to, like, the anchor. Yeah, something. her, like, her ankle gets caught in something and she gets yeah. pulled under. And right. then Halbrand's like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And he's like, I'm going to go in after. Although it is a really, really beautiful scene. Yeah. it's, like, the music and then, like, the big expanse of the ocean with her and her flowiness, like, right. floating down. It, it's really quite beautiful. Yeah. And he uh he goes down to get her, basically wraps his arms around her, I think, and realizes that she's caught on this rope. Mm-hmm. And I think he feels the dagger, like, on her waist mm-hmm. or something, and he uses that to cut it. And I think he drops it? No. No? Does he keep it? I, I don't think... They still have it, I'm pretty okay. sure. I think he keeps it, though, because I think I remember being like, is he not going to give that back to her, or... Well, she's, like, mid-drowning. Well... Still, I mean, I think he's giving it back to her later when she's like not drowning. Mm, I don't know. I don't trust him. Not a fan. Okay. Not a fan. Uh. Anyway, enough of those two. <laughs> Cut again. Cut again. That's the only thing that sucks about the show. Is there's so many different storylines that it's like you're in the middle of one, and we're just like, nah, we're just gonna go somewhere else. Yeah. Like completely different. And like, they sometimes have nothing they to do just with cut it, and sometimes they go on the map and like show you going over to the place. Right. I like, think that's when you're following the same group to a different location, though. True. Because I think when they cut between stories, it's just like hard cut. Here we go. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, okay. These people have nothing to do with each other. Yeah. Like, Especially. Wait, I was really invested in that. I really notice it between. Um, Nori and just anyone because it's like I don't even know where you are right now Nori like you are just I don't know who the stranger is I don't I don't know anything about Nothing, you like you have you are vaguely familiar right like no elves no humans yeah. no nothing I'm like I don't know what you're doing but I'm I'm here for it I guess mm-hmm. uh anyway we're cutting back to Nori <laughs> um she tells the stranger that they're leaving mm-hmm. something about three rabbits to the moon what is that? <laughs> is that how they tell time or something? Maybe. I think that's. I think that was just a phrase that she said. Was like, "We're leaving, three rabbits to the moon. You gotta There's figure it out." Everything the Harfoots say are like, it's so it's so bizarre. I love it. Yeah. I freaking love it. It's so like, um, uh, oh, this is when the lantern happens. Not the not before. What were they talking about? Maybe he. She was just like. Was that the one before when they were on the rocks? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Well. I don't know. Anyway, this is when the lantern happens with the fireflies. Um, except for apparently I can't type very well because I said he doesn't like the lateran. I don't know what that is. Um, he doesn't like the lantern. He makes Poppy drop hers and the fireflies are released. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't remember when this came up, but apparently Poppy at one point says, I don't speak firefly. Oh yeah, I think I think maybe Nori was like, Poppy, what do you think it means? Oh and yeah, Poppy was like, I don't speak, I don't fire. speak fireflies. Which, that would be us if we were trying to figure something. For real. You'd be like, what are the fireflies saying to you? And I'd be like, I don't speak fireflies. I don't speak fireflies. I can't Sorry. help you. Sorry. Sorry about Sorry. it. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, and then the fireflies die, as we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. So cut back. <laughs> Come back to the dwarves. Come back to Durin Durin. Right. Um, he is trying to convince his dad to help the elves build their magic furnace. Yes. Um, mystery box with a glowing light. What is that? Oh, oh there's... I think Elrond presents it to them, or Durin presents it to him. 
And it seems to change things. It seems to change the situation, change his mind mm-hmm. about helping the elves. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Probably mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or whenever you don't work again. Anyways. Um, cut away from that. <laughs> I have very brief notes. <laughs> very, very brief. I know. Well, I mean, you're doing a great synopsis. I'm like, I mean, yeah, yeah. that's what happened. <laughs> they, they were pretty short scenes. Too, they were very point. short scenes at this like. And like I said, that goes back to they're not really connected at all. Yeah. So you can't be away from one too long before you're like, wait, what? Well, yeah, you can't really pull your phone out or else you're like, I yeah. have no idea what's going on. Yeah. We're, we're just going to we're just gonna get through it, guys. We're almost done. <laughs> we're so close. We're so close. Okay, so we're back with Theo again. And he still has this, like, broken piece of a sword mm-hmm. uh, from Sauron. Yes. Yes. And he opens it again. And this is freaky. And it also reminds me of, if anyone out there is a D&D fan, Vox Machina. Mm-hmm. The, um, oh, what are the villains? The the, the people um, that every time I see them, the, I'm like, oh, they're the a villain. people. Yeah. Um, the Briarwoods. That's Briarwoods, what it is. Briarwoods, yeah. Um, it reminds me of his sword. His because, so cool. Because Theo uh, has a cut or something, and mm-hmm. his blood travels to the blade and makes like it like smoky and fiery mm-hmm. like yeah like he has a cut or something in the flowing blood whatever and it's really freaky it's like oh what's that gonna be it's so scary um it doesn't grow bigger though like it does not fortune. i was really hoping that it would become like a full sword mm-hmm. i was like oh that'd be sick but like i i've seen the lord of the rings i know that's not what happens but mm-hmm. um anywho it was really cool anyways i was really excited about it uh he and Bronwyn are leaving the town, and so is literally a bunch everyone of people. Else. Yeah, everyone literally everybody's like, "You're right, uh, deuces." Yeah, deuces. We're See y'all. We're we're we gotta go. Our Uber is here. We need to leave. <laughs> we need to. We need to. Right <laughs> we need now. to leave right now. Um, also, side note: uh, the first time I typed Bronwyn, I was typing it in all capitals because I wanted to emphasize something. Uh-huh. But now my phone just always just corrects it to Broadway, so it's always feeling Broadway. <laughs> That's awesome. And I love it. Um, anywho, we cut away from them. We go back to Galadriel and the dude. They're still on the route. Another cutaway. Another cutaway. This is the last scene, so we're at Gladriel. Oh, yes, because they're, so they're on the raft, yeah. Yeah, Gladriel and the dude are still on the raft, which they is slightly bigger than a door. In horrible shape horrible shape but they're found by a ship who's on the ship you'll have to tune in next week Ooh, Ooh, that's where it ends someone the looking is. down she's doing yep. the up, eyes up to the side ah, and we just see a figure so of someone looking Everything's, down at them my lips are so dry you have <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of episode two oh. adrift and it's called adrift because gladriel never <laughs> leaves the goddamn ocean oh my god please get her out of that goddamn ocean <sighs> she's been yeah. there for so long I feel like I just ran a marathon. Oh you my did God. really good. Uh, really the, good. Like halfway through, I was like, this is so choppy, but I swear to God, this is how it happened. I'm not just like lying. I yeah. swear. It was just like random cutaways all, at all times. Because when you look back on it, you think of individual characters, right? And their yeah. whole storyline. You don't yeah. think of like, oh, we went to this person, this person, this person. Yeah. But when you type and it, those ones watch that it. really like were really short compared to when it does in Game of Thrones, you'll have... Yeah. I don't know how many characters they'll go to, but you'll spend like a solid 15 minutes per character. And there were some of these scenes where it was like maybe five minutes. Well, in Game of Thrones, it was more like locations. Yeah, right? true. You had big cast of characters, but probably only in like three locations at a time. Yeah. Right? Whereas this one, you've got like, what, five different main storylines yeah. probably about? 
and none of them have interacted with each other basically except for Elrond and Gladriel so it's like uh I it's it's hard it's kind of hard but it's like it's it's fun to watch, hard to talk about. Yes, exactly. It's not like a... I, I like, it's not like we don't like it. Yeah, no. We're, we're, just, we're gonna keep watching. <laughs> it's just... It's just... It's not great for synopsis. Yeah. Which is a good thing we decided to do a podcast about Amazing. it. But, you know, it's fine. So, okay. uh, Are we doing three favorites or do, are we not doing that for every episode? No, I think we should do it every What's episode. What's your top three favorites? Uh, three likes. My number one like is probably going to be let me just check back my notes and see <laughs> oh number one like a uh, fight scene with the orc easy uh, easy yes specifically the head chop into the head slime on the table that was so smooth yes so clean <clears throat> loved it really made me a bronwyn fan because i think i said last time that I really didn't like the Aaron near Bronwyn stuff. Mm-hmm. I really fucking like it now. <laughs> like now, now that Bronwyn is like cool, I'm like fuck yeah, we ride with Bronwyn. Yes. Let's go. Like it's not like, oh, I love you, you sweet. It yeah. is heal her. She. It's like no, we're both pretty badass. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. Super um, cool. I think my first favorite is introduction of Isa. Yep. Um, Duran's wife, because she's just so cool. She's so awesome. That's a, yeah, she she's fun to she's watch. She's so fun. She's one of those people that is just, like, every time she's on screen, you're just, like, drawn to her. Uh, like, just tracking And, her. like, oh my gosh, her eyes are yeah. so cool. Yeah. Like, and I just want to hear her talk all the time. She does have a very good voice. Uh, you are right. She's the best. Um, second favorite, I'm going back to... Theo and Bronwyn, when Theo's blood went to the sword <laughs> oh, and made it fire, I was like, okay, this just got interesting. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Now I'm like all on board with Theo and Bronwyn. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited to see where their storyline goes. Hell yeah. Um, I think my second one would honestly probably be, even though I kind of made fun of it, but when Galadriel got pulled up overboard mm-hmm. and... Um, and what's his name? Halbrand went to go save her. There's just I can't remember what the song was, but the score for this whole show is so good. It is. And just all the visuals and that. Like we were just sitting here, I'm like, this is just really like fucking pretty. <laughs> this is just really fucking really pretty. Fucking pretty. Um I'm gonna go for my third and final favorite from this episode. I'm uh I'm actually gonna say Poppy's line, I don't speak Firefly. Because oh, I, I just love I just love Poppy as a character. I think she's, she's so, so she's so cute. She's so funny. She's the perfect like compliment to Nori's yes. like go get him. Like she's very like, I don't want to, but I don't want you to go alone. Yes. So I'm just gonna go with you. And oh. like and I just love her character. She makes really great facial expressions and I just I I always just smile when she's on screen. So I, I like all of her stuff. I was gonna say that one too. Pick a different one, bitch. Not there first. Um, I would have to say. It's alright. Take your time. It's not like they're waiting. <laughs> oh come on! You're totally gonna cut that <laughs> awkward bit of silence. I was trying to think. I literally just thought of one with like the stranger and like Nori. Oh, the I, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say the Firefly part, mm-hmm. not the I like I don't speak Firefly part, but that whole like the. Magic the magic cool. and like scene kind of what he's yeah. yeah that's fair he's also that's also an interesting I know I'm so excited even though for... it's very removed 
it's it's still interesting. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for more stuff to happen with him. It's super cool. Super cool. Okay. Three least favorites. I'm going first. Okay. Ankle breaking. Oh yeah, that's you can have that one. Uh, that was just fucking disgusting. Although both of us like turned away from the TV. Where we were like, <laughs> yeah, there's these like, moments oh. that we both just kind of make side eye contact and then we like look at something on the table. Yep. We're, like, so we're not mm-hmm. like turning and staring at each other, but we're both like, mm, no. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we don't need to see that. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna kind of cheat again. I kind of did this last time, but anytime Gladriel and the dude were on the screen, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about this. Like, I get it. You're lost at sea. Scary. It was just so boring compared to everyone else's. I was like, Jesus Christ, start rowing or something, my god. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's that's number one though, so I really gotta start thinking for others. <laughs> um I think my number two would even okay, ah uh, this could be maybe tied with my number three thing I liked because I do like this. However, when the stranger was screaming, it was super cool, but genuinely very scary. So, like, yeah. watch. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So it's kind of like, I loved it, but also did not like it. Yeah. Um, My number two, kind of piggybacking off of that, mm-hmm. of, like, scariness, mm-hmm. Aaron Deer's time in the passage, specifically when he's grabbed by the hands. Oh, oh, how did I forget about that? Yeah, that I was not a fan of. I'm not a fan of jump scares. I love, like, horror movies and stuff, but I'm more of a psychological thriller type yeah. person i don't like jump scares and that was kind of a jump scare and i wasn't i wasn't into it i don't yeah. like it i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> um what's my third one i feel like this sounds kind of dumb but just i, I feel like i said it a lot during the episode because i say things outside of my head i maybe shouldn't <laughs> But every time Galadriel is just in the water, I'm just imagining, like, how <laughs> icky she mm-hmm. must be feeling. Yeah. And how Croony. dry her skin and hair is. And I'm just like, ugh, it's so uncomfortable. Do elves prune? Oh, we asked, you asked me that last week. Did I? I think so. Oh, well. I'm pretty sure I tried Googling it, but then we said goodnight. And then oh, I yeah. I, th- I think you're right. It's a, it's a fair question, though. Because, like I said, they're kind of supposed to be superior to humans and you know that's a big drawback of being human is getting pruny in the water very true so maybe she doesn't wouldn't that be sick see because this is just telling me how to prune a golden elf spider spideria which i'm getting is a guessing is a plant yeah oh no we don't we don't want that um you never know you may never know if anybody knows please write in please write in to um this email we don't have yet We'll insert it here. If it's somebody that knows us, just text us. <laughs> Thanks. John, Deb, are you listening? <laughs> John, Deb, do you know the answer? Do you know the answer? Let us know. <laughs> Let us know in the comments below. Um, okay. Third least favorite moment. I'm going to go with when this dude was like, I'm going to build the biggest, most magical furnace that's ever existed, and I'm going to do it in two months. <laughs> Caleb! Caleb, get bent. Caleb Nobody one. is going to be able to do that. You could work 24-hour-a-day construction schedule, and that will not get it done. 
Do your research. You tell them. Build your budget. Get your schedule. My God. Make a Gantt chart. Just <laughs> do something. Jesus Christ. That's one thing I won't stand for. Inaccurate scheduling. You already hear, folks. Figure it out. <laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. I thought so. Um, <laughs> so, rating. What are we going to... Do you want to pick... I picked the number last time, so do you want to pick the number and then I I'll do. pick the thing? Okay. Let's do it out of... 117. 117, okay. We're going to do... I was trying to think if there are any significant numbers, but... We're going to do 117 fireflies. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Right? I thought so. Hmm. It's so hard for 117. Like, I know. I'm going to rate this episode... I'm going to give it a solid 110. Hell yeah. I enjoyed this one a lot more than the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed more of the storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still not a big fan of Galadriel. She was, yeah. like, kind of cool in the first one. Very boring in this one. So boring. I was like... I'm very interested to see how that changes, because I'm trying to think. I'm sure it she's, will. She's, she's, like, in her bratty phase right now, okay? Yeah, I know. I'm sure it eventually will. Eventually, she will evolve into Kate Blanchett. If there's one thing that these two episodes have shown <laughs> anyone, it's that my opinion changes at the drop <laughs> Just last week, I was like, Bronwyn can get fucked. I don't care about this storyline. like, protect no, her at all Literally, costs. and now I'm like, uh, Bronwyn could throat stop me. And I would say thank you. She is, <laughs> like, my Wait, ride or my die. My brain just caught up. <laughs> ride or die? Yeah. Hell yeah. With Bronwyn? Fuck yeah, I would. Hell yeah. And honestly, with Theo, even if he turns out to be evil, what a good arc. You know? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where the humans go. I'm excited that you're excited. Thank you. What's your rating? Uh, I would say probably like 106. 106 oh, okay. so first time rate, like first time watching a rating would probably be close, about like 110. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say like, I'm going to say actually like 103. Okay. I think just because I do appreciate that it got you a taste of everything coming, but now I'm just kind of like the whole time I was like, yeah, I know, but like, can we get to the other? The, I want yeah. to show the other parts. Can so we get to the good part? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That is that is definitely what it felt like. It yeah. was very the like first the exposition episodes, very episodes are really hard to watch, right? With somebody that hasn't seen it, I'm and sure. Like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, because I'm just like, this is boring as shit, and, and you're like, like just, just wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. That checks out. <laughs> but hey, we did it. Hey, we did it. Hey, look at us. Hey, we're gonna do it again. We are uh, six more times. Six. Okay, there's eight episodes. Yes. Okay, and then after that we can do a movie again. <laughs> what movie should we watch? We just made the craziest faces <laughs> each other, hunched both of our shoulders up really high. <laughs> Maybe if we end up releasing these episodes, we'll be like, write in what movie we should watch. Nobody's going to, but it'd be fun. I don't know. Deb and John might have some suggestions. They were the celebrities of this episode. They truly were. I feel like from now on, that's just what we're going to say. We could get hundreds of thousands of viewers. Hey, are you cool if we just name drop you constantly during our podcast? Those are two of the most generic white people names in the world. People probably thought we made it up until just now. They probably thought we just came up with that (laughs) at the top of our heads. Like, we did. John and Deb, sure. Sure. 
we will probably like we could get hundreds of thousands of fans and we will still be like john deb you listening hello can you write that down <laughs> can you text me about that later remind yeah. me that i said this on this yeah. podcast yeah john deb look it up <laughs> let us know that's great we oh. love we love a good inside joke absolutely it's just between us and whoever deb else and is, and, yeah deb and john. <laughs> whoever else is listening probably those two <laughs> <laughs> He killed me. <laughs> Alright, well that's it for this episode. Tune in next time whenever we release it. Um yeah. for episode three. Uh, of power. What's it called? called? Vamping. We are making really dancing. Making walking. Now, so. Rearranging furniture. <laughs> uh a a dar? A dare? A female dare? <laughs> a dar? A dare? A female dare? A dar? Yeah, I don't know. Adar? I thought they were going to be doing an A thing, but they're not. That's just a thing. Is it a name? Is there someone named a dare? Adder? We'll find out. I guess. Well, Next I'm going to Google it right now. Uh, it's a person um, that I don't recognize. So we're going to meet a dare next time. Or Adder. We'll find out. <laughs> so tune in. <laughs> so tune in. And thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Yep. Okay, goodbye. Okay, bye. Pascal is picking up our tacos. Pascal! Is it Pedro? Oh. <laughs> Could you? I, should I change? <laughs> should I go change just in case? We don't have the ring out there. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> She's literally getting up off the couch and going to get something. Probably our ring. Camera. Just trying to put the ring back that I can't kind of put back because I lost the screw. He is right down the street, so you better <laughs> hurry up. <laughs> She's trying to frantically put the ring uh, back on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she is, she, Someone's at her front door. No, no it was not me. yet. We, it could be Pedro Pascal in about three minutes. So. Our DoorDasher, it just says Pascal is picking up your tacos or whatever, is, or is approaching. <coughs> so if it's Pedro, we need to get him on camera. Oh, shit. And I was charging the ring. If you find two really tiny screws, they go to the ring. I lost them. <laughs>